Hello and welcome to Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. And your hair looks great. Your hair looks great. Oh, stop. Did you say that so that I would say your hair no, looks great? No, I was not baiting your you. your hair looks great. I wasn't baiting you. Yeah, you asked me. I just told you when I walked in that I've just been slowly <laughs> cutting my bangs every morning for like five days straight. They look, it's like a very, how would you describe, it's like a, it's like a bob that we talked about this before. It's like the Mia Wallace bob kind of, but shorter, uh-huh. but yes. sh- a little shorter. Yes. Just a little bit. Yeah. Less like triangle. Because it was just a bob. Yes. Uh, and then like, just to sleek. the chin, but I have not cut any of, oh, maybe I did cut it. I don't remember. Or like Amelie. I'm trying to get my hair to grow out. Really? Not the bangs. I'm going to keep the bangs. But like, you know, you cut your hair, you grow it out. I know. It's a never ending cycle. It's not Amelie. I was thinking, but that's a very 90s. I honestly did. That actually is the first haircut I got. Yes. Okay. I just Googled it and it's like. And this is Amelie grown out. Yes. It's just like the idea of a very like cute, sleek shaped bob. Thank you. It just looks great. Um, how are you? What's going on? Um, actually, my hair is the biggest thing going on. Yes. I lava. I re-dyed. I re-upped on my hair color on Saturday, which is like an all day affair. Um, because you had to like, it just takes a long time because it's like you got to bleach the roots and basically to pull the roots back up. Yeah. And then, and that takes a couple hours and then it's like putting the dye on top of it. And so, and she's like really, really thorough. I love my hair lady a lot. Um, but it is like a whole day killer. Did so, you ask her how that cat is? It's very funny. Or do you not talk about we, it? It'll be just like very quickly parsed. Like I yes. think we both just like don't really want to dwell on it. And right. so it'll be like, how's Putty? Or she'll be like, oh, Putty was being really cute today. And I'll be like, great. I mean, she has a baby now. Yes. So there's a much bigger, it doesn't make me feel like bad right. if I don't like ask a bunch about him. Right. Um, but it is like a very funny thing. Like we just have moved on. But and guys, if you don't remember, just like took in this animal that be- became like her nightmare. She tried nearly to ruined rehome it to life. someone else. It became that person's new nightmare. Then she brought the cat back and realized something. What happened? This cat's so much healthier now because her apartment's definitely killing cats, but we don't know why. We did a heavy metal test and everything. And then I sent away for the fungal test and that came back safe too. I yeah, had yet to so report like, there's that. no poison Nothing in your house. wrong in the house. So the cat went back to its original owner. And we've just moved on. But what a journey Putty has been on. Oh my God. How bizarre that he lived with me for like nine months and it was like horrible. Took a toll on my actual life insanity. And like, I will probably legit never have another cat again. Like, I bet I will. But like right now, it's like years down the road. Your husband doesn't love cats. If you're not a cat person, like there's no need to force it. And I basically brought in like the world's worst cat. Look at my claw mark. Oh, I'm kidding. These are bite marks. They're not claw marks. So bad, Marcy. So my roommate's out of town for like two weeks, which God love her. That's a little too long for a cat, I think, to be like. Mostly the cat's alone. like in the back, like, you know, it's a giant back room yeah. and a storage area and yeah. bathroom. So like there's plenty of stuff yeah, for her to like. It's not like it's tiny, teeny box. Yeah, she's but... not like kenneled or anything, no. but she's lonely back there. And I work yeah. long hours. Uh, I already am neglecting my own cat. That's tough. So I was back there like scratching her and then she bit me because I must have scratched improperly. Well, the other cat scratched yes, you. Yes. So she bit oh. me. No, this is a bite. That giant that's a red. major bite. It's a bite. 
And then I was like, I got mad at her and she hissed. I was like, I like stomped the floor at her and then she hissed at oh me. Oh my God, you like, guys got in a real fight. We got into an argument um, and then I left her. And so I've been a little cool to her for two days. And then my cat was like playing, like doing that thing under the covers where he was like, oh, there's feet here. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm done with this bow. And then he turned ears back and just bit me on top of the bite. Oh my God, you have a bite Do you see the bite? second bite? I see the second bite bite on a bite oh my god and then i said i was gonna give them away and people on instagram actually got like i was wondering because you had a second post and i was i knew you were joking and i was like are there people who did not understand marcy's joke here and i was like i'm assuming that's what happened i literally was just like should i tell my therapist about my cat (laughs) i'm not giving my cat away i'm obsessed also i haven't told my therapist our therapist about my cat yet you haven't honestly two weeks ago i was like have I told you about my family? <laughs> I hadn't even told her about my family. Oh, that has happened to me. Like, I forgot that, like, she's my new therapist. Yeah. You know, new of, like, three months or whatever. And so I will just breeze through something. Like, I was very casually like, well, it relates to just, like, my family and money and, you know, how that goes. And she was like, I don't, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay, we got a lot to dig in. We and I was dig like, in. I just forget that Jess there's like- says that she's wearing four gold chains. <laughs> I really like gold. I'm in a bit of a gold phase. I'm really just- playing- I mean, just like, I don't know what your family of money is, but just seeing all the gold on your I mean, it's just like everyone's weird relationship yeah. to money in their family. You have a gold ring on your finger, gold nose ring on your nose. Three gold chains, sorry, not four. I love Let me gold. see the other hand. Well, my rings are here. Oh yeah, she just took <laughs> off the, how many rings? <laughs> my three gold rings i'm i'm becoming a woman that's doing a thing but it doesn't look too much though i just not until you said it that i even like it's a lot clock that there that you were a lot of gold wearing jewelry at all but um a lot but yeah it's been a really big journey of remembering also what do i need to tell i made a joke i made a joke that i don't think landed can i tell it to you yes okay i said to her i was like yeah i was really looking forward to seeing you because i really love going to therapy right uh-huh. and i was like i was so excited and then i was thinking about stuff i wanted to tell you and then i was like god i'm really excited to see her i think she's my best friend and what did she she just she let it sit <laughs> yeah and I she was does like, that though right and i was like i mean i know you're not i mean i don't mean that meanly but like we don't know each other that well but i meant like you know a bunch of secrets and you know a lot about me and like you know then you had to like backtrack yeah it it was bad it was bad i thought it was gonna be funny and it was not i I, guess i guess my large takeaway is guys don't tell your therapist that they're your best friend also like i feel like our therapist um i will tell you off i have i told you before the other people that like i brought my therapist up like i actually brought her like i put her information up on screen and no. like i looked at a picture of her because what before i went to her i was like let me check her out yeah and i was asking what like the other writers thought of yes. just like i was like doesn't she look cool and then one of the other writers knew her because <gasps> someone else that she knew and i'll tell you off air who it is it's a, but like i think our therapist like is with a lot of comedians a lot so oh, maybe she doesn't is... i think she might not react to jokes well she definitely understands when it's like defense mechanism yes. jokes she's very good at being like uh-huh yeah guys do you love hearing us talk about our therapist do you want to go to her <laughs> i mean i was i have been wanting to listen to this podcast which is like a whole phenomenon uh the lost culturistas like oh. those guys it's like these new york guys 
Um, we were tagged, I think, in a really nice tweet about like with Bitch Sesh oh, about yes. a bunch of podcasts uh, that like talk about therapy and uh, like not as a focus, but just like on the podcast. And I, but those guys are New York comedians, and like I've heard a lot about them. And so I ju- the very first episode I pulled up, there's like a long involved just like this where they're talking. They all are going That's through so like funny. things that their therapist said that week, and I was like, all right, well, if people want to hear it. If you guys don't, I'm sorry. 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 Um, what about you? What's going on? What is going on with me? Other than a oh, great I told hairdo. you. I saw you on Saturday. We had like the briefest of run-ins and it was so lovely it to was see great. you. Just two two comedy queens breezing <laughs> through UCB on a Saturday night. I like truly, if you go to my Instagram, took like... I truly surprised it you was with like a, a full drive-by selfie it was yeah, great and it was such a good photo i um, loved it i was so i felt very loved but i was telling you before that moment i i think i've been like busy with work and and i've talked about how like i kind of am into podcasting more right now that like at least it's like a thing that i have to get done it yeah. has like a timeline thing so like i have to do it i have to edit the stuff like yeah. it takes time to it's do this go up because this takes time it's work we have to watch a show i have to like, have opinions you know look through news articles you know it's too big hard it's got guys. steps it's got um, steps so I, I have been like avoiding improv a little bit so then i did ask cat at ucb on saturday night only which the is, crown jewel show of ucb it guys. is so exciting to be asked but like I realized I hadn't done improv in like a month or or so. Right. And in the first scene, I like it was a group scene and I was like, well, uh, and I realized as I opened my mouth, I was experiencing extreme stage fright. I it can't even imagine this it for me. It hadn't occurred to me before until I was already speaking on stage and I I was talking like <laughs> this and it was so hard to think in form words uh, and it was the craziest thing. I haven't experienced it in so I've been doing improv since okay mm. for 22 years Aye. since I was like a teenager oh my God. <laughs> or a teenager. I wanted to age myself down and I just lied. I, I t- hey, I wasn't going to call. I, I, I was, was four- I believed I it. was 14 when I started. So like. I've been doing improv for so so long and like stage fright I got stage fright it got gotcha. you that was really weird it got gotcha. you that was so but weird. then you pushed through it and then I you did. felt then great I, and I was yeah. very funny <laughs> I know this <laughs> then I was very funny don't worry guys I know but this. I was like uh oh I, I mean, guess you can get rusty at this yeah I mean I've had I've had the same versions or even just like sometimes you know it'll be like a weird break where it's like the holidays and you took a trip and it's like a bunch of weeks past that you weren't really planning on yeah and then you get on stage and it's literally like you feel because like the whole I mean not to fall down the improv hole but so much of it is just that your brain moves fast that's why when you're good at it it's because your brain is making fun connections and quick and can and when you when you feel this like rusty gear move thing and you're like oh no or like yeah. the dust is is like flying off of it and you're like i know i knew it i know i know words i knew i know i know this. that i knew this i know i used to be very good at this um but yeah so that was me that's all i got other I than like it. tons of therapy um all right happy birthday dream happy it's birthday dream, dream kardashian's second birthday two this years weekend. of dream <gasps> was but a moment ago she was uh the pregnant hope of of black china god she was black china's anchor baby to oh, that family it was it, it was so obviously only gonna go in this direction <laughs> i mean there was never any other possibility than not for, a chance i mean there was a matter of time how long it took but uh, like i mean 
one. honestly, they got. I'm so glad they did it early. Oh God, it's there's, out of the way. There's no better possibility for a child than to have an. Early, well, I don't know that for for sure, but like for this kind of messiness. Well, let's say the like be revenge a, porn and photos of vaginas and for things how are in the past. Nasty. This I'll like, never forget. Not divorced. They weren't married. Uh, but for how nasty it got, so good that it happened while she um couldn't walk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, like. Yes. Like very nice that she could. No. She was still doing tummy time whenever it was going down, and it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. But so we've got some updates, and guys, don't worry. We will get to the fire. Firewatch 2018. Marcy and I are on it. I we think are, we kind of like didn't start with it because it's it's, a, it's what we'll be dealing with. Yeah, and it was like so stressful while it was happening. And it last like week. truly affected us. Uh, so yeah, not, I not, had to use my inhaler. Yeah, I, this is upsetting. We've talked about it, but in um, the meantime, we'll talk about very quickly. So there was some news. We haven't had Rob in the news, you know, and that's kind of Part relates of the, to this news. I think this is fascinating. Yes. So we have um, Rob and China are they're going. Let's see. It's back to. Uh, it sounds like the they're going back to divorce court to sort out. Um, yes. The child support. So as we remember, um, Rob had been paying, had been ordered to pay twenty thousand dollars a month 20K. to Black China uh, in child support, but now sources are saying that she's getting zero dollars and that he's going to court task for a reduction because he is claiming that like her um allegations of abuse that he refutes yeah have hurt his career that he he can't he has anxiety and depression and he can't go on reality tv he's not doing the show he used to make a like what was it like a million dollars a year yes uh and now he's making like 50 a year or something crazy like and that. this like, is the thing i just learned um I mean, a lot of people probably knew this but like i weirdly watched like a lisa ling cnn special about like divorcee like male divorcees and like child support and i have no idea how i felt on the rabbit hole on it but there's a, a specific thing very state by state but where child support is determined basically at your highest income. Yes. The idea is that it's it's determined at like what you are most capable of earning. Yes. And so for a lot of men, uh, and particularly, I mean, both sides, but it tends to be men. Yes. Uh, they, when, they're fi- when their employment status changes, they are being held financially to uh, the highest possible level. Yes. And so fair, unfair, no judgment on it, but that's like the way it tends to work legally. And so the, I think the argument they're making in like the TMZ and people thing with this Rob one is that China is alleging that he purposely isn't working yes. and staying out of the limelight, basically like diminishing his own celebrity right. so that he cannot earn that money so that they have to revisit and like recalibrate the child support payment. But China, most of his money came from the show you were doing together. Yes. And then you tried to kill him on camera and Corey Gamble had to go save his life. A TV got broken in Kylie's house. But you broke Kylie's TV so he can't make the same money that he used to make. Uh. And also China is making so much right yeah, it's saying china's monthly income is nearly 60 grand a month yeah and that she, her net worth is 1.4 million and that he's claiming that her career has benefited from, absolutely of course i mean hence <laughs> I, got, I got really high there i know back off the mic when you get I that got excited. Too excited i got too excited <laughs> of course um, um but but so they're meeting with a judge next month 
And it looks like they're going to like sit down with all their financial documents and see what's what. I think, I mean, the thing about it is, is like this child will never be in need for anything. Like when it comes to like private schools, nannies or whatever, like Chris can pay it. But like what what was happening with that 20K a month is like Chris was just paying it. Mm. And it's not the judge cannot order Chris to pay that money. It's not Chris's child. Mm -mm. So even though there's the ability for Black China to get the money from that family, if it's not Rob's money yet, she can't get it. And it's you know yeah and it is sort of like you don't need it you're that baby doesn't need twenty thousand dollars a month you know that the, like there's just like you know like especially if you're splitting like custody 50 50 with rob like doesn't need it the baby could honestly like i don't know i i i'm so I were- curious about their like uh visitation like yes. and it's like they must I, never see one i i was assuming that things had because things have been so quiet that it's been like amicable and that dream has popped up infrequently yes but has popped up in the other sisters and at some of these like family gatherings because i truly have like deep anxiety yeah. that dream is going to be the like black sheep cousin of all these right. sweet little babies um but i think that's not i true. think it's not i i just like i think there was a minute there where i was like oh it's because because Rob's such a because Rob is such a fucking loser exile is his baby and, Ch- no. and everybody hates China is, is dream gonna get like screwed and not get to grow up with like all these sweeties and not know like rain and Penelope and all no. them but I don't <laughs> think that I like truly have like deep sadness and fear that dream is gonna be like the exiled fake Kardashian you this know post from Nori's black book is so funny too oh about God, it it's yeah. a picture of dream and saint kissing each other so sweetly and it and it's from Nor uh North's perspective um this is like a and they also have a podcast i believe um but it's like happy birthday dream thank you for loving saint so i don't have to (laughs) say hello to king for me (laughs) i think that's very funny i forgot about king Uh, and that would be dream's half brother yes whose dad is tyga yes who is no one else's child right now no no one else's father thank god Okay. Because that could have been so messy. So I don't know. What do you think about Rob and Black China? I mean, I he think. He was such a loser before her, too. Like, she cannot realistically say that she believes he's capable of that kind of money. I think it's like anything. It's like, how do you prove? Like, it's like, it's the issue of proving family money and how hard that is, right? Yes. Because it's like, I'm sure if you're the Kardashians, you're going to great lengths. I'm sure Chris has like to a ha- fucking crack legal team hiding assets and not making it clear that or like, just not giving any of her money to Rob right, that's and being I mean. like I I will own the house you live in because there something. there had to have always been the, the 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 obvious fear and awareness that China was like marrying oh, Rob for the money and for the baby the moment that they heard that she was pregnant Chris figured out how to so I am sure that they're they would re- the question that it comes to right this is what I think the root of it is okay the question comes to they know that she's after the money that's probably what their their view is and it always has been so they got they're protecting it they're putting up as many legal walls as they can but we also know that Rob is volatile and stupid and so the harder they dig in and like the more like ensnared they get legally the question is what will China bring out against the family or Rob well yeah but right? that is the point with like these abuse allegations right. which i mean they at could, what point they is it worth be, it the, the allegations could be true it it's something about it to me makes me believe 
is a ploy. I think it's like, but, but it could be true. Too. I think it could even be like less of a, a be, like abuse and on that level and more just like, um, you know, no, just she's really, claiming he threw her to the ground. No, I yeah. believe that, I'll, yeah, yeah. that, but I mean, like, even if she doesn't go forward on those things, it's like she just like has, I'm sure, so much on the family. Yes. You know, so it's just like a question. I'm sure she has signed NDAs to death, but it's like, that's probably the dance with China that has been like quietly building. Is yeah. It's just like, how do they like probably have to give up money to this woman, but also not open the can of worms of like all of it. And also there's a baby. So it's yeah. like, I'm sure. And I, you know, it's, and I think it is more a negotiating chip that like, we can come up with more money, but you have to let me see the baby. Yes. More, or and also like new. go away but yeah. on some level. So I'm, I mean, I do think that, so they'll go be in court in December and we will be on it because I am very curious. Yes. Like, that we're, it's a rough situation. Like it's I said, really rough. I'm so glad that dream is like, cannot be aware now of what's oh, happening. And she's so sweet. She's so cute. She's so sweet. And just like always has been, she just has like, all these kids. Oh, my God. Um. So congrats to Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. And specifically Khloe Kardashian. So uh, Keeping Up with won the People's Choice Award. Big and Khloe won Best Reality TV something. Who knows? Uh, I could click on a link and find out. Um, but so they so this, while their homes were this possi- is the craziest weekend this for this so family. Crazy. I was obsessed thinking in terms of a map what this night was like for them. They had to evacuate all of them. All of them had to evacuate their homes. So they evacuated their homes. We'll come back to the fires. But then they go, this was like, and for people who don't know LA, I apologize. This is really boring. But the People's Choice Awards are held in a, t- on a, in a tent in a hangar, basically an airplane hangar uh, in Santa Monica. So they've left Calabasas. They're evacuated. They got glammed up somewhere. They went to the People's Choice Awards. Then they all went, or the sisters, minus Chris, all went to Dodger Stadium across town to where uh, Tyler, the creator, threw this like inaugural uh, music festival yes. at Dodger Stadium uh, featuring the debut of like Kid Cudi and, and Kanye's, Kanye's group. Kids see ghosts. Kids see ghosts. And the sisters all went and Instagrammed it. And I was like, this is the crazy. I'm sure they just helicoptered. I mean, but I was truly like, like, what a Saturday day. Saturday afternoon, they had to like hurriedly, or Friday. Yeah. They had to hurriedly like leave their homes as flames approach. Kim says she left with truly the clothes on her back. I don't know if I believe it. I do. Well, also, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm sure she already had her yeah clothes somewhere else. Yeah, I don't like, think she would be. Maybe that's why she wore that strange. That's why the dress that's very divisive in the group, too. I Or not divisive, pretty clearly hated on. So, the so okay, so. A lot of things. Leaving the fire, their houses are burning, they don't know. Okay, we'll get, we'll jump back to the fire in a little bit. Then they're like, I guess we hang out for a day. They're all hanging out at Kindles, it seems. Yes. Because they're having pancake wars. Yes. Um, and then the very next day, they're like, great. People's Choice Awards, glam all day. Chloe looked amazing. Amazing. Like Chloe's- a bride. It was like a big, white, beautiful dress. Well, that's the only white dress she's wearing for <laughs> for a while. It's a beautiful I, wedding dress. It's a be- I hope she enjoyed that <laughs> yes. beautiful She got it out of her system. She's not wearing No. It's she not knew. happening. <laughs> um, and then afterwards they go to this like huge party. So this kind of dovetails into, so the Kanye West, Kid Cudi, Kitsy Ghost live yes, debut. This is interesting. So uh, Lord, 
the who, singer lord the singer you know diamonds also tmz did her very dirty by posting of the a, meanest photo i it's thought this not too. a good picture of her like cystic acne it's photo. like there's so many great pictures of lord they were just trying to make her look nasty i think because she posted a picture from I think maybe it was her live show. Yes, this was her live show, which yes. I guess she also brought this prop on um, or staging to Coachella. So yes. it was part of a tour, I think. Yes. So it so it's this like stage, a clear um, like box hanging above the stage. And she writes, uh, I'm proud of the work I do. And it's flattering with other artists feel inspired by it to the extent that they choose to try it on themselves. But don't steal, not from women or anyone else, nine, 2018 or ever. So she's talking about this floating box um, and her melodrama tour. However, the problem with that is the designer, the architect of her stage is the same person who's been working with Kanye for 13 years. It's very embarrassing. She's basically alleging, especially because at, at this um, Kanye and Cuddy had like a very similar looking. Yeah. This like sort of suspended looking plexiglass, like almost box. Yeah. And so it is this like big dramatic post by Lord acu- outright accusing yes. Cuddy and Kanye, but probably more specifically Kanye. Um, and especially of stealing. The, and let's not forget, she's besties with Taylor Swift. Yeah. So yes, it's yes, not yes, disconnected. Yes. So she comes for Kanye and then basically gets like her ass handed to her because this designer, this wo- who is a woman, by the yes. way, her name is S. Devlin, E. S., has been working with Kanye since 2005. She worked on all his sets for She Touch built the, sky. the floating stage, didn't she? she? Yeah, his famous suspended stage. Before, she, the one that made him have a mental breakdown because it was so difficult. <laughs> she did Glow in the Dark tour all the way back then. Uh, Touch the Sky, Watch the Throne, Yeezus, and St. Pablo. And then this designer has posted um, the original time that she debuted the floating box. It was for the English National Opera in 2007 yeah i just like it's like so annoying of lord to accuse someone of stealing something she did not create you just gotta be sure man in the age of like google like just know your shit or just call your fucking designer like you're gonna go you like why wouldn't you send a screenshot to the person who made it for you and say oh is this similar they'd be like i'm bummed out why did you use the same thing for both of our like and then the person would be like oh it is not exclusive um i used it for this this and this i should have told you before it would be like yelling at like someone could like you're wearing a black t-shirt that's my thing it's like well everybody's wearing a black t-shirt you just have to like and the idea is that you wouldn't post like an apology immediately is like it's just a it's embarrassing and it's like uh i yeah i feel like if you're gonna come if you are like a mega popular pop star coming after mega popular pop pop stars you should do your homework because it looked really sloppy and also it's like i'm just gonna say it's kind of a bummer that she even make went so far as to make it gendered and about yes. like stealing from women it's like well you're wrong and it was a woman and now you know the whole it, thing looks like we are all a bunch of jackasses you know what also sucks in 2018 white women making false accusations to <laughs> black men 
against black men. You know what sucks in 2018? Right? Doesn't you, yes. And you, overall, you know what sucks in 2018? It's just white women. Ugh. We're bad. We are the worst. I mean, some of them are my favorite people. So, same. Same. I'm looking at one of my favorite white women. I love you the most. I just love you. But as a whole, we stink. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I, it's part of equality. Is that <laughs> we're getting on par closer it's, to white men. This is our time to really suck. And um, I'm here to acknowledge but, it. And, and I think it's important to know that like, we're not saying that all white women suck, but just acknowledge when you have to call, like we have to start acting more like a community. Yes, we are. <laughs> and being like, Hey, no, no, let's not do that. No, no. Bad I'll, look for us. Also like as the Thanksgiving season is upon us, um, I had my friend Jana Schmiedig, uh, who is a native Lakota, mm. uh, from the Lakota nation. Uh, tell me about like, what are some of her most knowing things? Cause like, it's a very, hard traumatic time for native people yeah because like it brings up so much and especially when they're like weird pageants when there's like people dressing up as like oh. quote unquote indians and pilgrims which no. is not like it's a very weird time of year and as a child yeah. like it was very hard like like halloween to thanksgiving it's yeah. like all like two months of like kind of like wait what are they saying i'm like a costume yeah, yeah. and it, and yeah, just like, you know, that like I got I feel like I got a lot of information about like let's not like gloss over this so much. No. Yeah. No, no. I don't know where I was going with that point, but I think it's the time of year to hear it. Time of year just to think about it. Um, think about it. And you know, let's not put think, wear a headdress and let's not be morons. And, and also like when you're celebrating Thanksgiving, maybe just leading up, like do a little research about what actually went down and like not only the genocide that happened when, you know, the pilgrims came here and after, but then what happened in the sixties and seventies and more recent time when, you know, there were lands stolen and children being ripped away from families. Like the trauma is not 300 years ago. Mm -mm. It's so much more recent. So it's just something to like educate yourself on. And I don't know. I don't know enough and I should learn more. Anyway, let's talk about someone else who needs to learn more. (laughs) Caitlin. (laughs) So this, okay. So this opens up, so let's well let's so so last week was truly insane for everybody across the board. It was a nuts week. We yes. had the election and then Wednesday the election. It was looking all right and then Thursday Wednesday night into Thursday they had this horrific shooting which was okay this is not about me I'm not making this about me but remember how last week I said I went to that maze <gasps> it's across the street oh. so like I have never been to Thousand Oaks ever but and you did go there I was there yes. I was literally I as soon as I saw the street I was like the intersection I was like why do I know that intersection the day, the morning of the shootings is all over our news I map it and I truly dropped my phone because I was like oh my god it was right there. I stopped for gas and I'd like it. This is not about me, but it was basically it was really surreal because I was there for that haunted house that I was just blabbing about last week. Um, and so Thousand Oaks has this horrible tragedy. This terrible, unbelievable shooting at the borderline bar. And twelve then, people were murdered. And it's like beyond, beyond, beyond. And then the very next it's day. like they're literally still doing on our local news, like full live reports. National news is all camped out. And then it's a fire breaks out in Thousand Oaks. The same people and who that, had survived this fire or they survived the shooting now have their homes burning down. Evacuating. And it was like just the most surreal, like it, of, of all my years in Southern California, of which this summer is 
uh, 12 mm-hmm. um, years in LA. I have never seen such a like, like LA Times on LA had like a thing of the four days of their covers. And it was like a post on like, because I followed them on Instagram about like they had had like most like four days of insane news in the world, like covering just LA because it was just surreal. And so basically Thousand Oaks, uh, all of these communities have to evacuate and then Thousand Oaks is right next to Calabasas and it hops the 101. It starts moving through the canyons. The way this fire moved and with the one that happened in Northern California too, like it's just like the speed is insane. Yeah. And even today, I thought it was more contained than it is, but I think it's like it's still un- going. It's like 25, 30% contained. Yeah. Um, the thing about the fire is like once it burns someplace, it's not going to come back because the fuel for the fire has already been burned. So like, but it can move. And like it, what's really in a, the way a lot of people die too, is that also people start trying to like save their property and hose off things and standing outside. And, but that, um, there was literally on the live news, they were like filming these guys and there was fire and they didn't look that close to it, but they were hosing and throwing water on the edges of their property. And they were tr- yelling at them. Like the live news reporters started to yell at them because that's exactly what happens is that the suddenly the wind like turns on a dime <gasps> and the fire just like shoots in a totally new direction. People don't know that, you know, and everybody thinks they understand the direction it's going to go. But basically it like ravages through um, all of Calabasas all the way over to Malibu. It's this insane moving fire. Everybody in L.A., like a bunch of people I work with, a woman I work with was like called me and was like, I can't come in today. I'm evacuating my parents like so many people were affected it by it insane. and then over the course of the weekend on saturday um the air fully like in marcy and i are probably a solid 30 minutes driving would you say from like calabasas longer like i mean good, it's hard to say but yeah and but like it's a good 15 miles yeah, right yes or long farther but i'll, the, I'll I'm look at my phone keep yeah, talking we should, know this. we should do this just for this podcast oh. but the air is fully like i got out of my hair appointment saturday and the air was like my nostrils burned the sky was like an orange oh it was it was surreal and like i couldn't like the whole my car had a bunch of ash all over it it was insane and like the air it's 22 miles from us oh, so okay. but also it was kind of burning closer like in thousand oaks so yes. but but essentially 20 miles from us and we are 20 miles away and i was having such trouble breathing everyone was like i even still my throat is weird my eyes are dry i mean there's way bigger things going on right 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 right, right. it's just been very surreal and it's non-stop wall-to-wall coverage on the news so on friday we heard that caitlin's house burned down fully it was a full news piece multiple legit news sources the first major celebrity home now a lot of celebrities homes have burned down yes and that's official but um, no, they announced that Caitlyn's yep. home. Yeah, Caitlyn and Sophia, her partner, they're back at their house and everyone's fine. And and Caitlyn put a little Instagram <laughs> post up and is like, <laughs> it's kind of rough. We finally made it back to the house. Sophia's here. Yay. Our house made it. There's Baxter. Bertha made it. But anyway, it was devastating out here in Malibu. You can see the hills are just totally scorched. They're fried. Fried, to say the least. So We're thinking of everyone and praying for everyone. Yeah. And hoping you're all safe with your loved ones. Yes, and uh, anyway, uh, we're very, very lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So these are the houses of celebs that have been destroyed. Here's a quick little map they have on Daily Mail. Kim Basinger's house. 
Miley Cyrus's house, um, Robin Thicke's house, Gerard Butler's house, Neil Young's house, and then these are Camille Grammer. These are the houses that are evacuated still. Are, I said, hasn't Camille been through enough? enough? She also just got remarried. Um, and she survived cancer. I know. Kelsey. She, she is a survivor. She's a survivor. I tried to get her on Holly Weird. The reason I know it's her wedding is that the date I asked her, her publicist, this was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. her publicist wrote back and was like, she won't be able to make it. It's her wedding day. That's exciting. And it was really cute. And I was like, That's yay. That's cute. Um, Will Smith evacuated. Kim and Kanye evacuated. Pink evacuated, Simon Cowell evacuated, Lady Gaga evacuated. So that's the latest. I was like reading so much about it and like hearing it on like NPR and stuff like there these multi multi million dollar mansions like one you like when a house costs a certain amount of money, it is no longer insurable for the value of the home. Oh, interesting. So that makes like sense. so that's why they have these private um yeah private firefighters that yeah. Kim and Kanye hired and that's why so Courtney posted something I'm bouncing all around so Courtney posted she was like we were praying to God and then the we could see the fire coming up the hill and then it magically stopped it's like Courtney <laughs> it didn't magically stop your sister which you should have known mm-hmm. literally hired private firefighters to come out and they dig trenches and they put in flame retardant uh this liquid in there so that the flames can't but they like literally have people like also Digging. like you can't imagine the kind of landscaping that goes in when they're building a property like that to clear all the brush to make sure there's no fuel like it didn't magically happen it's it, not god and, and god didn't save your house and burn some other poor person who couldn't afford that well yeah and so that's a thing that a lot of people don't know about that i think is a little bit of a secret of um i read about a long a while ago because i remember people people are you know don't like the idea of it of there being like a secret you know firefighters for rich well, people but it's, it's not like, like these firefighters would would be working at your local right. ladder I mean, they're mostly they, they're with, they're the ones who went into private corporations yeah. because these houses are almost uninsurable and it's it's just the nature of the beast and that it's like and but you know it was interesting because uh in the kim and kanye case uh that article about their private firefighters that was a big piece of it was that their house but i guess the way that that neighborhood is structured that they live in like that by them doing that that like saved their entire neighborhood yes yes and that like like, everyone's gone it would have been impossible to stop and so that was saying that the neighborhood was like so grateful that they like ponied up the money for it yes and also like i did see some like rumblings because like uh like at some point on friday or saturday it was like our security team just got evacuated and like people were like very upset about that and Mm. i was like i do understand that but also like this is a shitty thing to say but like that's sort of secured like that's sort of the job like it's shitty yeah it's not like our nannies were evacuated it's like no security is there to lock things down so that they can get out safely first yeah and then security makes sure that they're safe like it's their job like that's security's job yeah is to make sure what is safe so if anyone should know when to evacuate it should be security teams responsibility to understand that totally so like i kind of was like "Ah, a little bit unfair because that's who's in charge like they're supposed to know the like i assume that not only like are they knowing about like violent threats but they should also know about like other like they should be trained i'm sure they're trained right yeah I'm so, sure I don't know but I, I don't know I know I like to apologize for them but I was just like I don't think that's their job to make other people safe 
Yeah, and I think it's just like the nature, like to your point, like the size of these estates, the amount of money, the amount of like, this is like, uh, evacuating like a Four Seasons hotel, you yes. know, like the amount of like protocol and planning and like that re- the resources they would yeah. call upon. Like it's it's a, like to compare it to a normal residence, I think is like almost a mistake. Yeah. Like, but it is so interesting because like they live in like this area where there are this this extreme wealth, but there's also these people who like. I mean, there are people who were just like living in apartments and they lost everything yeah. they have and now they have nothing. Yeah. And it's so devastating and I can't imagine it. And, and it's just so sad. Um, it's really sad. It's really. And it's also Chloe was out on the front lines. You know, she was she was like, look, I'm going to get these firefighters because some there were posts that said yes, this was very confusing. And I felt bad because a lot of people were like, like it, it somehow got out that, you know, to get them like <laughs> to help stick and, yeah. and, and to and help water. firefighters. We needed to get them a Gatorade power bars, <laughs> to and, which the LAFD put this incredibly sweet post up. But they were like, like we appreciate it. Thank you guys so much but we would never not have the basic necessities for our firefighters. And also just like, we don't have anyone to get them to yeah. like the firefighters. It was like, donate money, like yes. help us. We like, There are ways to help us. It was not yes, rejecting so the, help, but it was like, please stop bringing like buckets of wet wipes to our. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like Ziploc bags and power. And guess what? I definitely gave someone money who was going on a run to like yes. bring it to our local ladder. It's and so she said they, they were very grateful and they said, thank you. But I think after they had received enough donations, they're like, all right tell the celebrities to stop retweeting well, because this it's someone's job then but, to organize that to get it to people it's yes. like and i'm sure it's just like and it's like we not. can't afford truck we can't send trucks into the fire to give everyone a power bar they don't have like a yeah like an administrative assistant to sit there and sift through like chapsticks but i think there was a website like the lad support yes. org or whatever it was that was like you know because they need hydration tanks and stuff but like these fires are still going people have lost everything um in this because i normally am like very anti-red cross yes i yes i'm i know pretty, this about you i'm i'm pretty anti-red cross but in this instance i think that the red cross can get to a lot of these people uh-huh. but i would say like consider donating more locally if you see a specific person or specific charity and i know a lot of people aren't religious but like churches in this in these kind of situations yeah when there's a natural disaster they're the people on the ground making people like with the getting people shelter and food to like you know just consider i mean this has been like so widely reported but like and this is true also for the northern california fighter but like fire but um i mean there are firefighters who are like fighting fires while their houses burn yes like i cannot get my head around that like they're literally like and you know like it's not to judge people who decide to like not listen to evacuation orders but it's like that means people are risking their lives, you know, to like yes. try to get those people out safely. And it's like, it's really tough. It's really, really tough. Like, also, God, with the North, and this is a bummer podcast, guys. Uh, but this like, is with like the, after the Trader Joe's day. Oh, God. <laughs> um, with the Northern California fire, there are like 200, over 200 unaccounted for people. It's insane. A whole town. Did you see the videos of people like driving through like fire on either side of the roads? Yes. And like you think hell, like actual, it looks like actual fucking hell. I think like I didn't think about it until you hear them saying, are the windows melting? They're not just like, like, think about it. Like there's fire on either. They're like 
it's hard to comprehend but like the fire is not like what how hot your oven is it's a thousand degrees and it's 10 feet away from you on either side and did you hear there's one that's like it's a dad just like really like driving with his daughter in the car who's three and it's just him trying to like not sound scared it's uh-huh. like it's like one of those like where it's full burning fire on either side and they're just driving through it and the daughter is like not scared like you know like somehow he's like she's not yeah. she's like but we're driving into the fire well let's go home let's turn around let's turn around and like and it's him just being like we can't we have to keep going and he's like doing this calm dad Ugh, voice I and you're chills. like and you're like Oh my God, these people have gone through hell, which is why it's very cool when the president talks shit. Also, like, uh, just to like, we're not going to talk about Trump much, but I will say, like, one, I want to go back to just driving the ability, you're like, that their tires didn't melt. It's the, insane. Because so many people did break down. Yeah. They were like, I heard stories about people who were broken. There were like six cars and a man in a pickup truck drove by and he said, jump in the back and get down. Put oh. those blankets. It's like, like a full, like, then he picked up movie. a pregnant woman. He's like, get in the back of the pickup and and, and no. then and he's like get down low and cover yourself and they had like water and blankets so they could wet themselves as they as they sped through because they were gonna die in this fire it just makes me like so oh but also um there was like one where this other heard uh, on like the npr it was like this woman like, like people are videoing it yeah and this woman's like it's okay we're gonna oh shit oh shit and her, you can hear her kids screaming <laughs> every time she screams oh shit and it, they made it out it kind of made me laugh but the thing about so the the fires down here have nothing to do with with our forestry. It just doesn't. It's Mm-mm. these are neighborhoods that are burning. It's not a forest where they live. Now the campfire uh, fire up north. It was started in a national park. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the word I said before park? <laughs> it's a national park. Only California owns two percent of that. Yeah, and Trump blamed california's mismanagement and then came out so that means 98 percent of that park is his responsibility and he has severely cut funding for it oh i mean this is why like all these like fire departments like issued uh and the department of forestry issued statements about it because it's like it's just literally wrong and then because it's just so cruel and mean it was just like and that was gaga and it, my, and it feels my, very personal like that because california like politicians are coming after trump it just feels like retaliation oh my god and like gaga had one she tweeted gaga whose house has been like evacuated uh had a tweet today that i thought really and she's if you want to look she has a lot of tweets about like how to donate um and oh i'll find it but it was basically uh, oh she said she said at real donald trump i knew this before but you continue to make it clear you care for no one other than yourself mr president show some compassion for the people of california and set an example of kindness for this country hashtag be kind kindness it's like it's so crazy i mean we no surprise there but uh yeah guys it's been really real and it's pretty you know it's, um, it's very easy to marcy's point like yes we listed off like all the celebrities and all these mansions and like you hear malibu but like also somebody spent a ton of time in malibu and in these like canyon communities like yeah i mean there's just a lot of it yeah. there's di- a lot of different kind of lives living out there yeah, it's and not it's, just rich people it's um, really not and also, there's a lot of people who are really let's put some links that gaga's posted in our show notes so that people can find it also jess you have a lot of rubber bands all around there's some there there's some here are they just popping out of your head (laughs) hair ties 
<laughs> I think I like come out of bed in the morning and they just fall out of my hair. They're just like you, you whip I have a your, lot of hair right hair now. Around. My hair is long, and I am. Um, oh, can I tell you? Oh, it's too embarrassing. Maybe I had to whatever get, I, you're ready for. I had a brown spot. Um, like lasered. a little sunspot. Yes, a little sunspot lasered, and so I had one of those like little circle band aids. Uh-huh. Um, on my cheek over the weekend or at the end of last week and I went to my hair appointment on Saturday and I walk in and I took my hair down I was talking to her and she was like there's a band-aid in your hair <laughs> you're like from when and I was so embarrassed that I like walked into my hair salon and like was like tossing my hair out and talking when, about hair color when do you think the band-aid got there I think I probably rolled off my cheek and into my hair while I was sleeping and like it was just the lost. night before yeah like it just got lost in or my hair or weeks before <laughs> <laughs> like, like nothing like band-aids are so disgusting like a used band-aid but the idea of just like pulling it out of someone's like n- just nasty <laughs> knotted hair and i was like i'm really sorry especially a morning hair appointment you're really gonna see that version of me oh, but God, that's so funny uh, yeah i'm a big mess um anyways guys the if fires were are com- crazy if you were confused there was no episode this week so yeah that's why we really dug in on firewatch firewatch also we did like a cool almost 50 minutes hey, now. we did it yeah we did more okay. than we needed to well too bad (laughs) we always will um well we release new episodes every wednesday subscribe on apple Podcasts. please rate and review check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook page email us oh my gosh guys we've gotten some great emails oh yes we'll go through them soon um corrections comments kardashian run-ins at kardashianit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to kardashianit Bye. bye I'm Sunny Hots. Listen to my new show, Mystery Solver, where we solve the mysteries in my crazy life. I know what you're thinking. Another formulaic podcast ad. But what if there was a mystery to solve in this very promo? Sunny, we don't have time for that. Just tell them to subscribe wherever they get their podcast. Oh, shoot. Well, the solution was I don't remember stealing her car because I was sleepwalking. Campfire. Campfire. 